Welcome, everybody, to the Ron and Craig Show. I'm Craig. And I'm Ron. And today with us, we have award-winning professional SAG actor Charles D. Clark, known for his bad boy role on Fox hit show Empire as one of Shine's main goons. We call our show when uh, ADD meets OCD, and I guess you can figure out which one I am. So um, I'm the one that talks too much, and Craig tries to ask the questions. Right. But um, but I tell you what, you know what really stood out to me, uh, Charles? You have a, an incredible story, like where you came from and what you – I mean, like tell us a little bit. Just give us a little taste of that because I'm sure Craig's going to ask some questions. He has a list of questions and – I mean, he he loves, like, there's numbers, and you pick them, and it's, anyway. Um, but tell us a little bit about that backstory, about where you came from, because, I mean, obviously you're starting to become uh, the success and stuff, and where did that, where did that start? Yeah, and, and thank you for acknowledging that. I appreciate that. Um, so, yeah, actually, uh, this week is a very uh, important week for me. This is the week, uh, my father's death anniversary, my father uh, got killed a tragic accident on the 26th of this month. Oh, I'm so uh, sorry. So back in 1986, uh, of this date, I was six years old. Um, he died in a fatal accident. Um, and that really took the course of, of my life from being normal to abnormal, per se, because any child that loses their dad, their hero, I mean, it's devastating. Uh, I had a great mother, but, of course, she was separate, too. That was her first love. It, our puppy got married two weeks later. So it took a big toll on me. And I wanted that validation. I wanted that father to I wanted that person to say, great job, son. That's my boy. But I didn't have that until I started into the street life, you know, gangbanging and, and, you know, drug dealing. And I was actually a donor enforcer for some mighty big guys in the street. Um, I was one of those things to where if you saved me, it wasn't a good thing. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I, I've seen some of the most violent things a person even imagined that most people probably only see in movies in their lifetime. But uh, it made me stronger. And uh, thank God uh, that I had a second chance of life because, you know, there were two ways out in that type of lifestyle, which is the graveyard or prison. And uh, it was a blessing that I went to prison because I felt myself, my true identity. I did almost eight years. And, well, a lot of people don't uh, know or realize is my grandma is the reason why I became an actor. Uh, she gave me my first audition. My grandmother uh, visited me the whole time, the whole um, entire bid. She came at the end of the bid, right before I got out. And when my grandma came, I, I was it was the happy home of my life. And I, when I saw her come across the campaign, I was like, oh, my God, that's my grandma, that's my grandma. I'm happy. You know, I felt myself. I'm being close to God. I'm loving people. Uh, my life's starting to change. I'm ready to get back to society. So when I go into the visitor room, my um, aunt and uncle, who was with my grandmother's sister there, my uncle was sitting there down, and my aunt rushed over to me, and she says, nephew, look at me, look at my eyes, look at my eyes, don't look at grandma, look at me, and I said, what's going on, I want to see my grandma. Um, she says, your grandma is dying, your grandma has dementia, she has two brain tumors, there was two other uh, health issues that she had that was very serious. And I said, so, okay, I said, well... It's going to be okay with what we can pray for. She says, no. She said, you see the last stages of a lot of things going on. And right now, she thinks that you are your dad and that this prison compound is the military. So my dad was in special forces. She says, so for the entirety of this visit, you have to act like your father. When she asks you questions to respond to you, you are your dad. And this is a military compound. Wow. Um, 
So that that right there is nothing I can look at itself. I completely dissolved who I really was for the sake of my grandmother to become the hero. My dad and I lost that started this whole uh, situation of where I was at now. So to look at my grandmother's eyes, seeing her fade away, but remembering the thing that I, she told me about my dad, remembering what my family, my dad friends were telling me about him, to be responsive and, and show her that I was my dad for the two and a half hours. I remember when she left and she told the security officer, I was over the CO, uh, she said, my son has served the country long enough. It's time for me to come home. And she gave me a hug, gave me a kiss. We took a picture together. She walked out. That was my last time since she died um, approximately six, seven months later. But I remember that day I was going out to the visitor room and headed back to, you know, um, to my cell. And I vomit and passed out of this cry. I mean, I was just, you know, I have all this stuff in just to be, become my dad. Now, with uh, the security uh, guy, the CEO, was, he told me, he said, uh, even says, Charles, that crushed me watching that. Everybody was in that visitor room, and they said, Charles, are we just saying, you might want to look into acting, because that performance that you had to do for your grandmother for her sake, if you can do it, you can do anything. So when I do my speaking engagement, I said that my grandmother gave me my first audition. So I took that, I ran with it, and any role that I'm given, uh, I use the same process as with my grandmother. And we know there's enough of that. Wow. Man, that... That is the most, that is one of the most compelling stories, honestly, I have ever heard. That is, Thank you. I mean, that is so fantastic. That is like a, don't you think that that sounds like a movie? That's incredible. So what when are you, you going to, when are you going to write this down and when are you going to put it into uh, a script? When, yeah, I mean, I've been, to, I've been told that because most people, when you ask them why you want to be an actor and they say, oh, well, you know, it's a gift, it's a talent or, you know, um. I was made for Hollywood, or I love the craft, but that's not so why you want to be an actor. You you are talking about the uh, the perks that comes with it. You're talking about uh, the things that come outside of that of an actor. Of course, you it's supposed to be a craft people to take in. But why do you really want to be an actor? See, with me, people expect okay something he want to try or something he you know whatever. They never thought you know think that I became an actor because of a painful situation because of a traumatic experience. So for me, when I'm on set, I tell I, I tell the people say, Charles, you know, man, you deliver that role great. You know, who, what, what, what motivates you besides my daughter and God and family and people just like y'all too, you know, who, who I'm inspired by, my grandma, because I would not stop until I bring the Oscar, the Emmy, the Golden Globe, the NLCC Amateur Award, any other award that uh, personifies greatness for my grandma. Because the story that I'm telling y'all now. It's a story I want to tell to the, um, the world, 85 million plus when I get on the Oscar stage. Remember what I tell you when I tell you this now. It's going to happen. <laughs> hey, uh, I, you know what? <laughs> I believe you. That is, I, I actually do. I mean, because I, I think you're right. So many people are driven by things that are temporary and can be taken away so easily. Yeah. But that, yeah. nobody could ever take that away from you i mean ever that's uh obviously that's something you i mean wow i mean you know that 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 was nowhere in these notes man i, I wasn't ready for that because i was like i was like wow uh i've done, I've done literally over 150 interviews 
and my time is being an actor and a speaker and a youth mentor and a social justice advocate. Um, and what a lot of people don't know, I, I'm going to leave y'all a piece of something with this with Empire. Uh, mind you, with Empire, I gave up my job, twenty some dollars an hour as a behavior specialist and a suicide counselor for, uh, to be an extra Empire. So I drove to Chicago every time, seven times, and within a month and a half, I drove to Chicago now. 14 hour drive where I'm from. And the eighth time that I went up there is when I got upgraded to be a reoccurring speech at, you know, for you know, one of Shy Main Goons. So the grinds that I do, driving 18 to 20 something, sometimes 22 hours. Wow. Uh, an audition that I, I worked on for weeks to drive 18 to 20 some hours to the audition that only lasted maybe two minutes and get told no. But because I left with such grace, and because, you know, I left with respect, they called me back for even a bigger role. Wow. Man, that is fantastic. Man. <laughs> you know, I mean, usually, I, I know this sounds like a little strange to say, but, you know, usually you don't root for actors, but, man, I'll be rooting for you. <laughs> I mean, I will. I mean, don't you agree? Greg? Yeah, I'm I mean, for you. I mean yeah. like... It's not something you normally do. Like, man, I'm rooting for this actor, you know, like, okay. But, uh, yeah. But, dude, yeah, you should, you should be, you, you right. You should be able, that would be, you know, I've heard how many, how many Oscar speeches have we all heard, you know, where the music starts playing and then they got, you know, I swear, it, it, I would, that's the one I want to hear. That one you just, what you just said. That was, uh, thank it's hard to shut me up. I'll tell That's you, Craig will, Craig will agree with that. It's, it is a difficult thing. Well, you know, thing. You know, <laughs> well, you know I, I, I respect, uh, you know, both of you, Ryan and Craig. I really do. And the reason why is because a lot of actors, even actors who are not even on that level, to be on such platforms as you and, you know, um, Ron's or whatever, it's like um, they, most of the actors are actors are arrogant. They, uh, I'm a very humble person. Every set I've been on, um, I've connected from the major stars to legends to people who who just got into the game to people who rise and act as myself. And I tell people, my sole purpose, I believe, is why God got me in this platform is not so that we could be the next biggest celebrity or, or or being famous. I really don't care about that. I think that's why God blessed me so much. Every time I'm on set, big time directors and producers, or even actors. They're going through something. I've prayed with them. I've talked to them, gave them advice. I've talked to their kids. Because a lot of times when you're working with your kids, they can get into things. So when they hear my story, when they hear my, my influence, they share it on social media and it just goes from there. And um, so let me just say, you know, it, it, it's bigger than me. Uh, my sole purpose is to show people that I don't care if you're black, white, purple, green, blue. You can be every rain. You can be every color in the rainbow. Amen. I'm still going to support you. I'm still going to love you. If I if I'm eating something and I see you hungry, I'm gonna give you half of it. If, if it takes all of it, you can have it because God supplies all. And I'm not a Christian. I'm not religious because it's traditionalized. I'm just a guy who was saved from something that's been horrific. I got a second chance. I know God is real. I love all people, and I got so many races. And you know, in me when I used to do God advocate, I just put on that confused. It's that great. <laughs> I can mix with everything, but I love it because it, 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 it's, it's multicultural. And so, um, to to the both of you, thank you for giving me a, a, a platform. Thank you because I don't think a lot of people thank you know people in the radio and podcasters 
y'all are the ones that give us that attention, that, that spotlight. So how dare we not, as people, especially us, as in the entertainment business, not give y'all the respect? It's sort of like saying, okay, I got my interview. Okay, I'm gone. Forget y'all. No. Whatever I can do for y'all, once I connect with people, I say it's an ongoing thing. Let me know what I can do for you and support you. That's what is all about. Careful now, Craig will, Craig, will, Craig will call you on that, okay? <laughs> That's I mean, awesome, Charles. Um, I was going to ask you this, Charles. It sounds like acting uh, took the place of your past life. Would you say that acting took the place and gave you a, a new meaning? Or if acting wasn't there, do you think something, it would have went a different direction? Um, I, I think it was a big part. Um, what, what really took the place of, of, of my, my previous life, um, besides God himself first, was my daughter. I got out of prison February 18, 2009. My daughter was born 2010. So I didn't waste no time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no. So I didn't even have time to get think about it. Incarcerated almost eight years. Not in no state or jail. In federal penitentiary. Wow. Uh, within a year, wow. I became a father. Wow. I didn't have my father for my entire time, most of my of my childhood. So, but what I have noticed is that my testimony did prepare me for acting. There was signs, and my grandmother just did the deal because when I was in the streets, I wasn't the thug type guy with five people in the world working. I heard I was being with fifteen hundred wars behind it. Talk about I'm born. like I was on top of the food chain. But what I used to do, I used to act like different people. I didn't act like a Jehovah Witness. I didn't act like a pastor. I didn't act like, you know, I used to, that's how I used to, you know, die to face a police officer. I was acting. I was never the same person, dressed the same, looked the same, kept the same hairstyle. So I was acting. I was, I was getting to the roles in order for me to keep my identity from being so out there and get busted. Now, if you look at um, Empire, uh, I was a good enforcer. Well, guess what? The reason why I was so authentic it's because that's I'm what you did. Actually, that yeah, that's we what you at, did. Uh, TV, yeah, we look at TV one. I've been on for my man, for my woman. I've been on seven hit shows on the ID channel, the lead detective or interrogator. Well, who knows the other detective or interrogator more than a criminal? <laughs> exactly. That is a, that so, is absolutely true. Marlon Brando, or people go to um, Charlie Chapman. I mean, you know, a guy who was silent in his movies, but his trajectory as an actor, his performance, his mm-hmm. aura was beyond oh, yeah. the most greatest of all. And um, born to Rome family, like yeah. Gypsy, that what, what you know as Gypsies, but called Rome, uh, and then made it over here with the zero money, nothing. I mean, not a thing to his name, Charlie Chaplin. Exactly. Charles, did, did you do any acting training, though? I mean, I know the, the, what you did on the streets it, it got you ready, but did, when you got out, did you do any classes or anything, or was that just straight you from what you learned? Well, you know what? Um, and, and, and I'm asking in two parts. Um, if you go to school for acting, but you don't have the raw talent, it's not going to work. 
<laughs> and if you have the wrong talent and then go to school, it's still not going to work because you have to know how to hone your craft or your talent. So, yeah, um, yes, and um, yes. Uh, and what I mean by this is that I, I know I have natural talent, of course, and I did go to school, but I didn't go to school until um, just, you know, uh, just recently. Yeah. The whole time, it's been, it, it, it's been me. Uh, as far as an agent and my manager, I just now got them. I've been booked, well, I'm going to say God first, but he allowed me to book my own roles, you know, yeah. going to events and networking. And, you know, I tell people, I, I do the extra things on set, even as an extra, and then I get upgraded. And then once I became SAG, I still was humble and paid homage because what I would do is when they say, okay, cut, it's a wrap, everybody's rushing to sign out and leave. I'm that last person. They said, let me help you move the camera. Let me help you pick the trash up. They remember that. Hey, man, what's your name? Uh, Charles E. Clark. Oh, Charles, where, where are you from? You drove this far? Then they asked me about my backstory. When I give them to them, their response is like both of you. Next thing you know, I don't have to audition for the kid. You know what I can do? They'll call me, Charles, we got a, um, you know, a detective role. Can you come on in for us? Boom. That's it. And people be like, who do you know? Who are you with? I know God and I know karma. That's the two people that, the two things that I, 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 I make sure I stay you know, you know, good in with because if you don't, what you, what you give is what you get. That's the universal law. Yeah. You know? that, and, um, that is so true. That is, that, wow. I mean, that's, yeah. Yeah, I, like, I mean, I like that. Yeah, uh, and I'm sure you get this a lot when you get interviewed, but people because, I mean, there's, you know, this is so different from us too because usually we're just like, okay, uh, there's there's the list of questions and stuff and plug stuff and you go through that, you know, and you yeah. plug this and you plug that and you plug this and plug that, but uh, but uh, no, you're, uh, I mean. Yeah, I think we're really lucky and we're really blessed in this show because what we've been able to do is get some genuine, real people. And that's why, you know, people want to listen. We get genuine, real people. This isn't like, you know, oh, let's see what so-and-so, well, what do you eat for breakfast? You know, like, oh, okay. Um, You know, but genuine real people and we especially even like the people behind the scenes we uh we had the producer for um the prophet, the prophet on msnbc msnbc right. and then um uh the guy called in the, the, oh, yeah, the, the, the star marcus, uh, marcus Lawrence, uh, uh, he called in he's the host of that show yeah. he called in while we were talking to her you know and 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 it just goes like that. And you're so right. If you're real and you're genuine and people can, t- people can tell. Yeah. I mean, less is more. Um, when I'm on set, I never be the guy that'd be like, well, look at me. I'm Charles D. Clark. And I, you know what I mean? When I come on set, how are you doing? God bless you. Thank you for being on me. I'm, I'm glad to be here. Uh, if I can help you with thing, let me know. You know I don't, and, and people are like, man, he just so down to earth. And, and I'm not the biggest celebrity. I'm not the biggest actor, you know, in the world, but I will be soon, but I don't want to be a celebrity. I just want to be known for being a guy who actually gave a positive piece to the platform entertainment and actually changed somebody's life. You know, we, I know y'all were just saying about, um, about classes. You know, some of the best classes or the best wisdom is actually on set. When I was on Empire, learning from Taraji P. Henson and learning from Terrence Howard and all of them, the whole cast, it was unbelievable. It was like you go into Julian Arts. I mean, these are legends. 
and to be on a primetime hit show, like, wow, man, this was so, so wonderful. And just like now, um, with a double wife, my sis, um, KJ Smith, um, she's, um, she stars in Tyler Perry's, um, uh, our most recent movie, Medea's Funeral. Uh, she, you know, she's been in Blackish and, you know, uh, the family on BET, the family business on BET, but she's so humble and down to earth. And I, I learned so much from her. Uh, the other co-star, Terrell Hill, he's been on Superfly and Quad on BET and so forth. So I absorb so many things for people like that. If you can't get in the class, yeah. we've already traveled those yeah. roads and, you know, I build relationships and, and I support people. I, I simply, I want to make love, kind, grace, unity famous. Those are things that we need because, man, look, people are dying every day. I mean, yeah. I was telling somebody the other day when we had a discussion, I said, our children are supposed to be in the newspaper for academic achievements, not in the obituaries. They're supposed to be laying in their beds in their bedroom, not in the dirt in a graveyard. Right. You know? Right. Um, so... How, how how can we be selfish and say, look at me, look at me? No, look at everybody. And, I, you know, tomorrow's never promised. But I can say this. If I die today or tonight or die tomorrow, I know I've died trying to do all I can that God has used me for. And I'm cool. With wow. Wow. Uh, yeah. You can tell you're a, uh, yeah. Yeah. Man. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what to say to that. I mean. <laughs> Got you through, I've right? Some, yeah, yeah, man, yeah. So when people look at me, say, oh, I can't believe he was like that. But when they find out my, my backstory and my testimony, and you know, it's like, wow, wow, man, God is real. I said, yes, He is, because um, I never wanted to go back to, to that state of being. And the only reason why I would, if you mess with my family or my daughter, my mom, or so forth, you know, I think any man right. has to be gangster right. or be whatever. 
a real man protects his family, take care, and he, and he takes care of him, and he protects him. And um, make no mistake, you know, when it's kind of my daughter, my mother, or anybody I love, even my good friends, you know, I'm gonna go all out because I've been there, and I would take you to a place like a like a, like a crocodile alligator. I would take you in the water and I would drown you. That's 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 if if you miss somebody that I love. But other than that, I'm about peace. I'm about you know. What I did back then, it, I think about it now. Some of those situations, it could have been resolved in a peaceful way. Um, but I didn't have that mindset then. Now, if there's an altercation or a problem or issue, um, I'm going to try to work it out. Because I don't think that hurting another individual resolves an issue. It makes the, it makes the mess, a mess thing of a fire burn down a whole horse and home. Right, right back to what you said about karma. Yeah. Right back to what you said about karma. That's awesome, Charles. Um, what if people want to follow you? What's the best place? Twitter and Facebook, Instagram. I'm, yeah, I'm on all three. Uh, of course, Facebook, Charles D. Clark, and I'm, I'm on IMDb. Uh, Instagram, I made it simple. Um, it's Charles D. Clark, and remember, no E, C L A R K for Charles D. Clark on nineteen eighty. And then on Twitter, um, is C Clark Inspire, uh, number seven, C C L A R K I N S P I R E, the number seven. And, you know, uh, if you Google my name, just put in Charles D. Clark. Don't forget the D, because if, if so, it's a lot of Charles Clark. Even the <laughs> yeah, I, I learned the hard way, I know. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah, I've already Googled you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. But yeah, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna hashtag it, and I'm gonna I'm gonna tag you and all that on all this, so people will be able to see it as well. Um, but that's awesome. And so, just before you go, what's your main goal in all this? Do you want to hit the big time movies? You want to do uh, drama, TV? Or are you just enjoying what you're doing and just keep going to the next series and the next show and seeing where it takes you? Yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, I want to do every role that, that everyone think I, I, I can't do. And I think that's what makes you a great actor. If a role doesn't challenge me, I won't take it. Are we going to see Charles? Well, Charles, then you need to be on a sitcom. That'll yeah, that'll, that'll that'll challenge you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what? You know what? Don't be surprised. I can't talk too much Tyler right Perry. now. Don't be surprised. Oh, <laughs> no, I, look, he just threw us the hint, but look, he can't I, say nothing. But we got to wink, wink, Charles. Wink, wink. Right I, back at you. All right. Okay. I, uh, I tell you. <laughs> I'll tell you what, uh, I, I and 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 you can mark this, mark the tape now, because I'll tell you, I that story that you told, I'm gonna hear you say that at the Oscars, and and like I said, I don't root for actors, but Charles, honestly, you are one of the most genuine people I've talked to in quite a while, and, and, so thank you. And if you're at the Oscars, and remember, just give a <laughs> yeah, shout out to the Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know Right. Uh, I consider y'all my brothers in Christ. Y'all have my number. If you see me somewhere, and if I'm busy, let me do a shout. Call me, text me, and I got you. All and right, I'm man. In mind. And what right. I can do to give back, because I want everybody who's listening, the people like Ron and Craig, they give us a platform, and, and, and they give us the inspiration that we need to share it to the world. Somebody out there right now might want to commit suicide. Somebody is in a broken home, or someone just feel hopeless. So, you know, Y'all show is very entertaining, but also y'all show gives a seed that can grow in somebody's life. So I appreciate that. So 
All right, Charles. All right, man. Man, Thank I feel you, great. This has been, I feel yes. great. But, um, yeah, and I've talked tall. the least I've ever talked. Yeah, that's right. Charles, <laughs> He'll test great. to that. I don't. <laughs> yeah, Charles, this is a great show. We really appreciate it. And we're going to blast this all over social media for everybody to hear. And we hope to talk to you soon. Really appreciate you calling in. Charles, Charles thank Park, you anybody. so much. Thank you so much. Thank you, Charles. Talk to you soon, buddy. Thank you. Uh, what a great guy! Great guy, man. Man, these, I mean, Craig. Okay, I'm going to give a shout out to Craig right now. <laughs> All right, I, I got to. Uh, uh, you are, you are getting some incredible people. We have gotten some good people. I mean, but you, but how you nice know. and yeah. how these people are positive and good. I mean, I mean, uh, no, there, there's no pretension. Uh-huh. That guy had no pretension at all. No. That guy was as real as they come, and yeah. I swear, I, I'm going to root for him. I want him to win an Oscar. I want to hear him say that that speech. And he made a hint about a sitcom, but he can't say nothing. He, he did. He threw a little bone there so at the end. I'm he did gonna, throw a bone. So I challenged him. I said, well, do a sitcom, and he said, don't be surprised, but he can't say nothing. So, all right. Okay. All right, everybody. We'll till next week. We are the <laughs> Ron and Craig Show.